Welcome to We Break Cycles, the most engaging, insightful, and empowering podcast for equipping kingdom warriors to walk in healing, freedom, and abundance. You can find us on the Gospel Grammar Network, Apple, Spotify, and our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of We uh, Break Cycles. Uh, today, we have some special guests with us, and we're excited to introduce Jeff and Christy Skeins. Um, we are well aware that abortion is an issue that needs to be addressed, and I believe God is waking up the body of Christ to rise up and be a solution to this issue. And so we are very excited to hear what Jeff and Christy um, have to say Um I'm just going to go ahead and just open up and just let them tell us about themselves and and how God has just um, aligned them with this uh, purpose. And uh, so um, just go ahead, Jeff, Christy, tell us um, how God brought you into this um, to be a solution. Sure. So uh, first I'll say uh, probably about 10 years ago, a good friend of ours was telling us a story about their family and was saying how they had a family mission. And so it really struck a chord with me and with Christy. And so we really started saying, hey, we, we need a family mission. Why don't we start praying and ask God to break our heart for what breaks his? And so we did that. And um, he will answer that prayer. And so I always encourage folks, like, if you don't have something that God has burdened your heart with, to just pray and say, hey, God, will you break my heart for what breaks yours and give me a burden and a calling where I can serve you and uh, glorify you in what I do. And he'll, he'll answer that prayer. Um, Cause he wants us to be broken for the things that uh, he is broken for. And so God started to burden our heart for um, the abortion ministry and specifically, you know, just the, the pain that the one woman goes through uh, and the man goes through in the process of an abortion and, you know, years and years and decades later, and so we started uh, praying about what is it that you want us to do, Lord? And our hearts were kind of all over the map between uh, various adoption ministries and ministries that support women and and uh, various, you know, ministries around the pro-life industry. And uh, we really came down to like we felt like God was calling us to bring a mobile medical unit with an ultrasound machine on it to the city of Houston so that in that last moment of need um, at an abortion clinic that maybe we can get some of the women on the bus uh, to ultimately have an opportunity to choose life. So we started that uh, a number of years back and uh, began raising money for a, uh, a Save the Storks bus in Houston. Uh, Save the Storks is a nonprofit ministry that provides basically counseling and uh, mobile medical units. So, you know, buses with ultrasound machines that look like a doctor's office that are done with excellence. They're beautiful. Uh, and they partner with nonprofit ministries to do that. And so we started raising money a number of years ago and uh, are fortunate that God uh, really blessed the work that we did. And we've now released uh, $40,000 over to a pregnancy center in Beaumont who does have a bus on the ground and are seeing fantastic results for that. Um, and I am now on the board and Christy's a volunteer with Community Pregnancy Center of Pasadena. And we are actively trying to 
finish the fundraising and the uh, strategic plan to put wheels on the ground in Houston. Anything you want to add? Yeah, I think you covered it. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, this is the first time I'm really hearing about, you know, this. Um, and one of the things that you, you know, that strikes me really about what you just shared is you're literally going out there. You know, I feel like a lot of times, you know, in the church, we're waiting for the world to come to us, to come into the four walls, right, of the church to look for the solutions, right? But this, you guys are literally doing what Jesus did, right? Going out into the cities, into the community to say, hey, we'll meet you right where you are. Literally, like, we'll be right at the, at the position where you're making that decision, you know, and, you know, just to try to see if we can get you to change your mind or to show you that you do have options. Right. And I just that just to me is mind blowing. And I totally love that. Um, I was watching a video just the other day, you know, which really illustrated what I just shared. He was talking about that, how we're typically wanting, you know, the world to come to the church, people to come in where everything looks perfect. Right. Um, And then people are like, well, you know, I don't want to have to be the one to do that, you know, but he talked about how Jesus was out there, right, with the sinners. That's why they thought he was a sinner, right? Because he was sitting with the sinners. He was in their clubs. He was in the places that most Christians would not walk into because, you know, you know, it just was not holy, right? Um, But that's what he wants us to do. So I just love that, you know, that's your heart is to be there and to show people um, that there are options. There's other ways, right? Yes. Yeah, I think the uncomfortable places, you know, nobody really wants to go to and the uncomfortable places, you know, like, I mean, even myself, you know, like that just seems a little bit too much, you know, but that is the, that's the place where, where like you just said, that Jesus wants us to go, to go and, and having the Save the Storks bus allows us to go to get her, you know, instead of waiting at pregnancy center for her to come to us, this is a chance for us as the body of Christ to go get her and, and rescue her and help her and let her know that she's not alone. She's not, she's not hopeless. Like there's somebody there who can help her. Yeah, there are. And there are pregnancy centers all over the city of Houston. And uh, I mean, literally in, you know, you could draw a map around Houston and you could see pregnancy centers uh, all over the city. And so um, you know, for us, it was like, well, we live in Kingwood uh, area and we are, you know, supporting a pregnancy center that's in Pasadena. Right. And the reason is like our heart as CPC is we really want to serve the Houston area. And so um, on the bus, it will say CPC serving the Houston area. But really, it, it's to take the bus out. Um, and, you know, we do advertising and marketing uh, to reach uh, the abortion minded woman, but also just families that maybe are, um, in a position where, you know, their life, uh, they intend to have the baby, but are maybe in a position where they need help or they don't know how to be a mom or it's a young woman, or they're in a position where financially they're in a tough spot. And the pregnancy centers are awesome because what they do is they provide life coaching and counseling and resources, you know, formula and diapers and wipes, uh, you know, you have to basically go to classes and, and as you participate and do things, you can earn like the right to shop in their stores. And so it's really great that these centers are all around the city, but, um, in order for us to reach more, I think with a mobile unit, we can get away from the traditional brick and mortar and get out Mm -hmm. and not only go to like abortion clinics, but, uh, go to colleges and, 
high school campuses and, you know, be out there one day a week. And they know that it's a place they can come for free pregnancy testing, free ultrasounds, free um, STD, STI testing. And then it gives us the opportunity to, you know, love on them and open the door. And so that's what we're trying to do at CPC. And our vision is to really have buses uh, all over the city and to have a fleet of these and partner with all these different pregnancy centers around the city so that if, you know, you're downtown and, and a woman steps on the bus and chooses life, that's amazing. What part of town do you live in? And how can we connect you with a pregnancy resource center in your area that you can more easily reach out to uh, that can be there to help support you through your pregnancy? Wow, I think this is great. I, I mean, I love that you're just like sending the message that there is hope and that there's that's just not, you know, let's just abortion is wrong. And, you know, just let's just put it into abortion. But there's actually a solution and there's actually you know, help and your the support I think is significant that, you know, a woman doesn't decide, okay, they've been encouraged to go ahead and to, you know, have their baby and then just be not have the support. And so many mothers, like you said, they, you know, they have this fear of just not being equipped to, to have the baby. And I think that's huge. And, you know, one of the questions that I was just thinking is for those of the, for the listeners who are feeling the call of God to be, to step out and to be a part of the solution and to, to, um, to help if they were interested in, you know, um, being a part of, I guess, what with save the storks or something, how would someone step out to, to like, to actually, you know, be a part of this? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, for CPC, we'd love to have your help. Uh, we need a lot of help. Um, we're a small center on a very small budget, and so we are fundraising. And that's one of the one of the goals that I have as a board member is to bring in um, a larger pool of folks who believe in the cause and and believe in the ministry that we're doing to support us uh, both financially, but also ultimately with their time, talent, and treasure. Uh, but we're looking for people to come in and actually give of their time, and so. We recently had like a dessert party uh, during COVID, you know, breaking the rules. Um, <laughs> and we've had a few of these and we ended up going to a friend of ours um, uh, to their small group and shared, you know, the needs of the pregnancy center. And they actually came down to Pasadena from the north side of Houston and rehabbed the center for us. And we still have a lot more work to do, but um, they have you know, really made significant impact at the center as far as kind of beautification of the building itself, painting, demoing, uh, new construction. And so they've, they were able to contribute with the gifts and skills that they had. And, uh, and some manual labor did all the landscaping, yard work, etc. Um, we've had someone else volunteer to help us, um, who is a professional bookkeeper and has done that for many years to help us come in and help us with that aspect. So we really kind of try to tell people like, whatever your skills are, um, you could probably find a place to use those uh, with us at CPC. Um, if you'd like to get involved with CPC specifically, you can go to cpcsupporter.com and you can donate there. Uh, but you're also welcome to give the clinic a call and, you know, ask uh, how to get involved. But more than that, you know, I meant what I said at the beginning is uh, we really hope that people will really pray that God would burn their heart. Uh, for a ministry that he has a calling for them. And so that's been Christy and I's prayer from the beginning is that we would, God would use us to motivate other people uh, to serve him 
in in ways not just inside the church but outside the church as well and and really i really think it just takes action and so um i read a book a number of years ago uh, by tony dungy and he talks about an african proverb and it has stuck with me since then and and it said pray use your feet and so we just like we kind of took that on with us and said you know, if I lost my job, I'm going to go look for a job and I'm going to pray, but I'm going to go use my feet, go door to door. And so if we have a heart for some ministry, we should be praying about what God wants us to do, but we should also get up off the couch and go out and use our feet and watch God honor that and direct your path as you go. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like, you know, we, we have a, a burden, you know, something that's like stirred within us or something we disagree with, you know, like abortion's wrong or, or whatever it is. And yet we might be scared or don't know what to do with it, you know? And I think if you, um, you just present that before the Lord, that he is going to give you some way to move, you know, he's going to give you a, 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 an open door and, and pray for an open door and then just be obedient and willing to say yes and, and, and walk through that door. And on, honestly, that's just what, what we did, you know, when, when he first laid it on our hearts, he said, I want you to raise money for a save the stork bus. And we had no idea what we were doing. And we, we still don't. don't. And, and, and yet he's continued to open door after door and we just willingly take the next step, you know, without really knowing or, or having an idea of what, what's the next thing to come. And, and we've had many times where we, we've just kind of sat there with it and still, you know, what are we doing? Are, are we doing the right thing? And then he gives us one more little nugget to just assure us, yes, this is the way, you know, keep coming. Yeah, and it's not easy. You know, you hear a lot of people say, well, if God wanted this to happen, it would be easy. Well, I don't think that that's true. Um, and I think if you look at the stories of the Bible, that's definitely not true, right? Like all of them had it very hard. Um, and so like, this has been a journey. I mean, we've been on it for seven years or so. Um, and, you know, after about a year or so, we decided we wanted to have a dinner party and it turned into a banquet with 200 people, uh, at the country club in Kingwood. And, uh, we raised quite a bit of money that night. Um, and it was an amazing evening. And what's awesome about it is if I look back, God really did, um, not only did we raise money for uh, a grant from Save the Storks, but to help, you know, the Beaumont Pregnancy Center and now CPC in Pasadena. But uh, also there's a few people there. We have specific stories of folks who God used that event to dynamically change their life and what they're now doing in ministry. And so a good friend of ours is now on the board with a different pregnancy center. Um, she has her own abortion story and it, God is just using her in big ways. She has a huge heart for post-abortive recovery. Uh, and so she's out serving in that capacity. And so really it's just, you know, again, like I said, pray, use your feet, get up and, and go do something and serve. And uh, what, you said something earlier that I want to circle back on, but one of the things that I think about the pro-life movement in America is, you know, like a lot of people accuse Christians and, and pro-lifers of being, you know, pro-birth. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that that's just an ignorant statement. It's not true. Um, and, you know, as we were talking before the podcast, there are countless ministries, uh, in addition to pregnancy centers, that serve women and needs, whether they choose adoption and go through the process of, of giving their baby a family or they um, need help parenting and need help through their pregnancy. And there's countless ministries just in our city that do that today, where really whatever you have a heart for, there's an organization in this city where you uh, can get in and help and they desperately need you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just sitting here just 
absolutely motivated by you guys first of all your family and just the thought that you you guys are literally le leaving a legacy for your your kids you know and even just people just around you your extended family and just other people and it just started with you know hey god give us give us a heart for what breaks your heart you know and i feel like a lot of us just you know like what am i here for what is my purpose you know uh what can i be passionate about and and the truth is god knows exactly what he put us each one of us here on earth for right uh, what he we are all created for and really until we go back to him we'll most times be clueless i mean we could do a lot of different things you know and just you know do things but the thing that will really give us fulfillment right um and where we'll we'll see his hand right because even though it's difficult you definitely i can I, you you probably will agree with me that you've seen him show up right you've seen the grace you've just even in the most difficult times the resources coming through the support all of that is evidence that this is something that God, you know, placed on your heart to do, you know. So um, this is motivating me to even like go back home to my family and do the same. And then an another thought I had was if you guys didn't like you were sharing, you know, about other friends of yours who kind of picked up on this same passion or similar and found other ways to, you know, get involved. If you guys didn't take that stand or the step forward and like you said, you know, if you didn't get on your uh, get on your feet and start doing something you might have prevented others from doing the same, right? And so I was just encouraged by that. You know, um, one of my mentors always says, uh, one sweetheart opens the door for the next, you know, essentially. And that's kind of what the kingdom of God is. You know, we're supposed to do that, open the door for the next person to boldly step in, become who they are supposed to be, fulfill their purpose. But if we're all quiet, waiting for somebody else to do it, or just confused, not knowing how to, you know, then nothing gets done, you know, but there's so, like you shared, there's so many opportunities, there's so many ways, whether it's like you're helping people who are in the process of making a decision or people who have even done that. Um, one of the previous episodes um, that we we had with Tiffany, um, where she talked about how they support people post um, abortion, right? And who are dealing with the shame and the guilt, you know, there's, there's room for support for those people too, right? Because they need healing, you know? And so there's just so many avenues for us as the body of Christ, as children of God, to just get in and help, you know, and not just sit on the sidelines. Because it's one thing to say, oh, I, I, this is what I believe, you know, I'm taking a stand for, you know, uh, against abortion. But it's definitely another thing to say, okay, you know, I'm going to do something about it, you know, and, and just to, um, to end that, um, on that note where you shared about getting on your feet, getting to your feet and doing something about it, even when it comes to work, you know, the Bible says, um, God prospers, you know, the work of our hands. So it's, work you, he's not just going to give bless something that's empty right it it takes you know something it, you have to do something literally for him to bless it essentially um and so in the same way when we take that stand when we step out there then then he's able to provide the resources he's able to do the things that are needed to to actualize the dreams that we have so thank you all so much for sharing you know all of this with us um i think like i said earlier for me, the biggest thing is really even that legacy that you leave. Yes, you're helping people, but you're also 
encouraging a generation that's going to continue doing all of this, you know, the next gen generation. And, and that's what we want. We don't want what we are passionate about to kind of end with us, right? right? We want them to continue even to be inspired to do greater things than we did or that we were involved in. So I just absolutely am so pleased that you guys, you know, have been able to share with us. Um, We'll definitely post a link to, you know, just everything that you shared about, you know, the C CPC, um, as well as just everything uh, and ways that people can um, reach you guys um, to support and just be part of what you're doing. Um, and we're just obviously we're totally in support. We're here um, and we hope we can actually have you back on here again, you know, to share some more about what's going on and how things are going. So I know you had shared earlier that you do have like so far is it just one that you're working on getting one uh, bus? We're, we're working on okay. our first bus. bus. Okay. Um, we do have an open, uh, you know, pregnancy center in Pasadena, obviously. But, uh, yes, we're working on our first bus. We're probably about halfway there financially, uh, looking to raise the rest of the money to get wheels on the ground, get the bus ordered, customized, shipped to Houston, uh, and then launch the mobile ministry. But our heart is really to have... Uh, a fleet of buses over time. So we do have some exciting things that we're working on as well, as far as a couple of events coming up um, that it's, we're not quite ready to share the details of it, but we're working on a few of those. So hopefully we can come back and tell you about some of those opportunities where folks can come get involved. But yeah, we we're praying and, and looking for resources, but we're also looking for people um, to get in and help. And I mean, even today uh, you want to tell them about your experience today uh, downtown. Yeah. So, well, I was going to just say, too, about um, you said that about like your family involved. And and I think it is so important as parents, you know, that that we do involve our children, whether they're little or, or big, that we have con hard conversations in, in a loving way so that they can carry carry the torch, you know, because we do want our children to grow up to be uh, strong warriors for the kingdom of God and do hard things um, just like God's asked us to do. So um my heart has been a lot for the the abortion center, the abortion clinics in Houston. So my two of my daughters, my mom and I, we went down to the one of the clinics this morning and and um, just to put your eyes on it and see the um, in an hour, hour and a half, I mean, twenty five cars under the parking lot, you know, and it's just one car after another, and and um, having my twelve and thirteen year old out there looking and seeing the cars and looking back at me like. Oh my gosh, like their hearts are breaking too and, and seeing that. But then, you know, we can come and have the con hard conversations that, that you know, those women are still sitting in the, inside that center, inside that clinic right now. And we're, we're still going to pray for their hearts to be changed. And we're going to pray for the workers that work inside. And we're going to pray for the doctor that's inside. And we're going to pray for these escorts that are walking the women in that they all need Jesus, you know, and, they, and God is a God of miracles and he can change the hardest of hearts, you know, so it's so important to involve our children. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. My heart's just moved. Um, that was one of my questions I was going to say, you know, I think it was the night before last, I had a dream that I was looking at a, a young lady that was pregnant and she was terrified and it was just everything about the, the, the situation was wrong and she felt completely unprepared and she just turned her face like she couldn't even look at that possibility. And, and I was sitting across the bed from her and I was telling her God could equip her. But I mean, I know that I'm just would love for you to share um, what God's heart, like what he's impressed on your heart. If you were to have that conversation, 
you know, um, that opportunity to speak to that mother, maybe one of the listeners is sitting here having to face, you know, this decision is just feeling overwhelmed. So like, um, what would you say to that woman? What has God spoken to your heart, like the heart of God toward that woman? Sure. Yes. I mean, if I had an opportunity um, to present something before her in that very last moment of hope of hopelessness, I, I think I would just tell her, like, hope's not lost. You know, um, you don't have to do this alone. There is a multitude of people who want to help you. Um, and not just have the baby, you know, beyond having the baby. Like we, we as a body of Christ um, need to come alongside so that she has resources. And, and that's what I, I would just want to take her hand with me and say, come on, I'm going to help you. And I think that's what we as the church need to do and get that message to her that she's, she's not alone. She's not hopeless. Thank you. And, and just one thing when, when Lori asked that question, you know, so how do you guys track really success? with these, you know, when, with the, especially with the mobile, um, with the bus. Yes. Like what, what tells you, okay, yeah, this is working and it's effective. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll say like, first of all, we're going to, we're going to partner with Save the Storks. Um, they, you know, when we started raising money, they had one bus on the ground and I believe they have over 40 now. And so, you know, they really are the, the experts to help coach and counsel, um, our center director at CPC and our volunteers on how to do this effectively and to do it right. And, you know, they've had some failures. Um, they've had some, some centers that maybe haven't done it in the best way. Um, but what we found over time and just, you know, being very close with uh, the leadership of Save the Storks, um, what, what they've seen work is really when, when pregnancy centers really approach the abortion clinic in a very loving way and are loving to the workers that work there that are uh, caring and humane and, you know, not standing out in judgment, but standing outside in a spirit of love and, um, and of help. And so um, what they found over time is that four out of five women that board the bus that are uh, abortion minded, that have an ultrasound, choose life for their baby. And so the, the statistics are really through the roof. And, you know, so how effective, how many women get on the bus, uh, that depends on the, that depends on the center, uh, that depends on the location and where they're going, how accessible, uh, the bus is to, in relation to the pregnancy clinic. Um, there's actually one in Texas in San Antonio and you can Google it. It's very easy to find. Um, but that in partnership with a couple of different organizations, save the storks, a pregnancy center and people outside that center praying and sidewalk counselors out there to have an opportunity to speak into, um, the folks coming into the clinic through, uh, a number of years of them being out there, that abortion clinic closed its doors. And so we know it can be effective. Um, and so our, our whole argument is if we have a bus out at a, an abortion clinic and one woman boards that bus and chooses life, isn't it all worth it? I mean, just for one. Um, and so, you know, like I said, is, uh, at the end of the day, we hope to have a fleet of buses running around the city. And, um, and I believe that the once we have it, that our statistics will be similar to those of the other centers. But uh, I'm all about mentoring and coaching and, and guidance. Um, I've been that way my whole career of asking for feedback. And so uh, we plan to partner with Save the Storks and really have them come alongside of us uh, and teach us how to do it right and to do it well and do it with excellence. And so, you know, the product itself is beautiful. Uh, they, you know, it's got like premium leather on the inside. You get inside, you feel like you're in a doctor's office. And it, it's a very safe and comforting uh, 
unit. And so if we want to do not only have the bus uh, be done with excellence, but we want to have the whole environment be done with excellence and a spirit of love um, more than anything. And I think that that's where the success will come from is just having a positive attitude, being encouraging, not standing out, you know, screaming abortion is murder. We're not doing that. We're out there saying, hey, we're here to help you. We've got free ultrasound, free resources, free uh, STD, STI testing, uh, and we're here to help you, whether you choose life or whether you don't. And one of the things that we always say is, um, you know, we want to catch them on the on the way into the clinic, but we also want to catch them on the way out. And so um, our center, as well as others around the city, all do post-abortive care. And I'll tell you, we, we had a bus one time um, at our church where we were kind of trying to cast the vision. And uh, I was talking to a group that had stepped on the bus and I was telling them all about it and showing them sort of how it worked. And there's, you know, big TV screens where the ultrasounds are displayed on. And um, and they they exited the bus and there was a woman standing there that was just in tears. And, you know, I asked her like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? And she just said to me, I just, oh, if this bus had been there for me 25 years ago, or I don't remember the number of years, but, you know, she was still hurting from her decision so many years ago and just said, I just wish I'd have had an opportunity to get on a bus and make the same decision for life. Um, and so it, it's been, um, you know, it just tells me and shows me that like we've, we really do, you know, want to help the women on both sides of it. Um, yeah. No matter what they choose. I have nothing else to say. I mean, I just think, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I pray God's biggest blessings on you and for the listeners, uh, anyone who's just really been seeking God for a place to just sow into or a place to just step into their calling that they would just reach out as we put your information out on the podcast, because this is definitely um, just such a, such a, uh, just a very big need and um that's all i could say just pray blessings over you yeah thank you all so much i mean i'm still here just blown away (laughs) um but grateful more than anything grateful that this is something that's available you know because like she said it is a need um and just thankful to god that he would put it on the heart of you know his children to step out in this way so thank you all so much for joining us today and you know like i said you're gonna come back well, we'd love to have you guys back. And so you can share like whatever events that you're, you know, you guys have and, and just ways that we can support you. We would absolutely love to. We just want to thank you, everyone who's joined us today. Um, and um, we just hope you've been blessed by everything that's been shared. But even more than that, just motivated and inspired to get on your feet, like you said, and get to, you know, moving and just praying that God will just guide you. Um, thank you all for joining us. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of We Break Cycles. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like and share. We invite you to follow our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. And please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to follow us on your favorite podcast platform.